The following is brought to you by Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. TotalSeal.com. Hello and welcome to Hidden Horsepower, presented by Total Seal Piston Rings. I'm Joe Costello and I'm your host. And on this episode, we're going to kick it back to the PRI trade show. We were in the Total Seal booth. We had a bunch of great guests and we're going to go right back and hear what they have to say. Before we get to our guest, though, I want to tell you about something big that is happening at the Amelie Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals in Gainesville, Florida, March 9th through 12th. It's the first race of the NHRA series season and in the pits both Friday and Saturday we'll have our first Total Seal Trackside Tech Talks. The whole team is going to be there giving a presentation on ring seal and honing techniques. If you're in the engine building industry, you need to check one of these out in person. Plus, you're in the pit area of the Total Seal Pro Stock Camaro. Hartford and the team are going to be out there trying to win the Wally at the Gator Nationals. You're definitely going to want to come to that Friday, 11 a.m., Saturday, 9.30 AM is what they're looking at. All that is subject to change based on the weather and the race schedule. But the bottom line, Friday, Saturday at Gainesville, Total Seal, Trackside, Tech Talk. Be there. We're going to have a good time and we're going to learn a lot. You get some NHRA racing in. All right. This episode, Mike Copeland. Yes, one of our more popular episodes of Hidden Horsepower. Everybody likes the idea of the combustible hydrogen. Their sound, their speed, it's cool. Let's kick it back out to Indy at the PRI Trade Show 2022 with Mike Copeland. We're Hollywood, man. Yeah, man, this is so professional. Exactly. (laughs) Is the guy clapped? PRI 2022, we're here in the Total Seal booth. One of the best episodes we've ever had was the hydrogen engine. Oh, yes. Arrington, Mike Copeland is here. The, that episode blew people's mind, and now you are back with new, with an update, sure. if you will. Absolutely. A lot of, lot of updates, actually. So, a lot going on. We've come so far in a year. It's, it's, it's almost mind-boggling how much we've accomplished and how far we are down this path. So well, it's cool to see there's real progress, right? It's not like we were talking a minute ago hypothesis i mean there's all these people who have their, their youtube videos and stuff about hydrogen why is this like uh that's all theory this guy's doing it like not just oh we were hanging on the dyno we had it at sema you raced it we correct did. yeah absolutely raced the pickup with the uh, supercharged ls in it we were the first ever hydrogen burning ice vehicle to compete in a race series in north america how awesome is that yeah no, that's the greatest that's the greatest that's Incredible. Yeah, and, and the truck performed flawless. Yeah. I, I mean, we ultimately ran out of hydrogen. I, I take the blame for that because, uh, but we did get over three hours of basically wide open throttle on 5.3 kilograms of hydrogen. What? Yeah. Yeah. So we recorded all the data. We got all the data. We've, we've been reviewing oh. it and looking at it. Fortunately, with the controllers we're using, we can program them and they'll, they'll just save every every throttle input every fuel injector pulse width every timing control every piece of the data we can program and say all right so joe i want to get a little bit technical just for a second do it can i yes okay so as mike probably knows where i'm going with this there are a lot of people that again had their theories about hydrogen and what the weaknesses are sure one of them is water because hydrogen is going to combustion is going to make a lot of water and people are like well you're going to get so much water in the oil that you're going to have all these issues so none 
because we control the, the fuel mixture very you know we've done a lot of development right and we control the fuel mixtures we get if you fire my truck up cold mm -hmm. uh, tailpipes turn down to the ground you'll yep. get a circle right yep and as the engine comes with temperature all of that goes away because the exhaust temperature evaporates the moisture it'll actually dry the circles up off of the ground as it sits there and idles but even in the engine itself in the crankcase now we control the mixtures to the point and, and the, the, the fuel ratios that we're running and all of that temperature up right and then and then with the, the just the ratios we run under i mean we're making 500 horsepower with the truck and we're injector limited so we're shutting it down at like 5700 rpm and we're doing all of these different things just because we don't have big enough injectors yet to, but yeah to make more power right so but once we get that and they're they're coming i mean yeah. we're, we've been we're working hard at it and so but to use those injectors the water we get the oil to this point we've been pulling oil and running samples yeah. and doing all that stuff it looks like the day we poured it in yeah i heard that from the podcast you did with stle yeah so i came up with my technology buddies right and they're yeah. all fascinated yeah but I, I love the idea that by using the tuning of the engine you can bring the oil temperature up because once you hit 212 degrees fahrenheit by, by water there it's you go vapor yep so there's no no more concern you're yeah. able to do that yeah. and then the other thing you, we just mentioned this morning is you're not seeing a problem with hydrogen buildup in the crankcase itself no and that, unless have been a concern that some of the people that have been running some engines they see this buildup of hydrogen in the crankcase so obviously you must have some pretty good resource i'm going on we do yeah i mean we're using yours right <laughs> but we're not using your high-end race stuff in it right, no, right? it's I not mean, a gapless ring no, it's not some no, crazy no, no, it's an ap ring set it's an ap ring set so we're using those in it and i want to do that intentionally right yeah. i mean obviously as we go forward with this in the future the goal is going to be to do the minimal amount that you have to do to an engine to make it make successfully it run on hydrogen. My new program that we debuted at SEMA, the direct injection, where we, we do that with hydrogen, we, do, we have a Gen 3 Coyote Ford, okay. built a 64 Falcon to put it in. And so we uh, inject the hydrogen direct into the cylinder. Yep. And now those have a port fuel injection system too. So we've changed the port fuel injection system to water. And now we finite control the temperature and the burn rate of the hydrogen by intermixing a very minuscule amount of water. And we're at this point seeing about 10% horsepower increase on hydrogen using the water over gasoline. Because you can cool the temperature so you can, can get control more. it. Yeah. yeah. We control it with fuel mixture in the port injected systems, but in this direct injection with the water, we're able to control it that way. How cool is that? Yeah, no, it's super exciting. I mean, that's the, amazing. Well, the, the, the rev of the engine gets to stay. All of these things oh, that yeah. we love gets to stay. Sound, right? yeah. Sound gets yeah. to stay. So yeah. we were racing at Optima, right, at SEMA, and uh, Holly was good enough to give me their sponsor spot, and a friend of mine drove, Okay. he had never driven the truck till we got to Vegas. Really? Right? I mean, and, and, and the truck's not built to race. Okay. Right? Yeah, right, right, right. This yeah. is my wife's truck. This is a cruiser, <laughs> right? It's got a bench seat. It's got three-point seat belts. It's not a race car, right? But he's out there running it, right? He's a great driver. And he got into a corner, and, and he told me beforehand, he said, I had hundreds of people 
crawling all under the truck trying to find a gas tank. He said, nobody believes that we're on hydrogen, but we are. And uh, there's no fuel tank, there's no gasoline, it's all hydrogen. Mm -hmm. So he got into one corner a little hot in the speed stop and the tail kicked out on the truck. So he said, I figured what the heck, and I just matted the throttle. So he spun a full 360, smoking the tires in one of his speed stop trucks. <laughs> it came out and he said, the truck lined up perfect at the, at the exit, and I never lifted. I just drove off the exit, <laughs> smoking the tires. It's awesome. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, we had a phenomenal SEMA, you know, the, the truck, the calibrations, you know, I'm from the OE world, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, we did all those calibration events and all this. We're probably at a, by OE level standard, we're probably at a 25% calibration level uh, in a way that the OE would do it. I mean, we're running, we're driving, we're doing all those things. There's still opportunity, we're still learning. A lot you can refine still. Yeah, yeah there's still a lot of opportunity there, right? But but to be able to go there and compete in a truck and do such a, oh. such a great job. My guy that drove for me, Aaron Overly is the guy that drove for me and uh, I had told him before we were going to restrict the number of runs to try and save some hydrogen so that we could do you know run more time on the road course and uh, he's a racer great driver yeah and he was getting so much faster every autocross autocross lap he never stopped he just so we were tracking the time and, and we get done and he's like i'm just under three hours right now I'm like, <laughs> wow. but 5.3 kilograms everybody says that's impossible too right right you yeah. can't make power I mean, i've heard it all they blow oh, yeah. up like the hand oh, oh, oh yeah oh but, yeah but uh anyway I, I couldn't you're, you're like a rolling mythbuster right you know that right like <laughs> your whole thing is like a mythbuster episode of like everybody's yeah. Oh, you can't do that. Is that this? Like, really? Yeah. Tell that to that engine yeah. over there. Yeah. You want to drive it to lunch? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to one of your guys earlier, and, and he's asking about the truck. He wants to come up and see it. And I said, Well, if the weather's good, I'll let you drive it. He's like, What? Oh God, yeah. You know, it's it's it, if I didn't tell you it was hydrogen. We have an extended crank time, and we do that intentionally because of the small injectors. But it's in the computer; it's a control we just shut off. But anyway, without that, if I didn't tell you it was hydrogen, you wouldn't know. It sounds just like gasoline. It drives just like gasoline. It accelerates like gasoline. It'll burn tires. Like if you want to, you know, rev it up a little bit, snap the clutch. It's tire smoke avenue. So one of the things related to that is like crazy. But it's not like gasoline or diesel. Is no. you said there's no soot not in the oil. No. There's no carbon in no. the fuel. There's no, no soot to get in the oil. The oil basically looks brand new. Yep. All the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, we're we're actually getting ready to do some testing. One of the largest. Well, we've been testing oil as we go along. Sure. Yeah. And uh, but one of the largest oil additive manufacturers in the world. Yep. Has contacted me. They want to buy an engine, run it on hydrogen, and. They're going to run their durability schedules, which are four to 60 hours. Yep. And so, or four to 600 hours, sorry. And so they're going to do all of that work, but they want to buy an engine from me to do that. And they're doing it to develop and to test. And, and, and you know, it's a big deal to run 600 hours on a dyno. Oh, yes, right? sir. Yep. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of commitment. Yep. And, and that's what they do. And when they, they saw first, they were the only people in the world that had it, yeah. running, right? And, and it's an LS engine, which they have a tremendous amount of 
experience with. Yeah, because the G-Mod so, test from GM is an LS engine, so right. I can plug right into an existing right. stand. So now you can lay it right yes. over the data. Yeah, right? exactly. So, oh, cool. Yeah, we think it's, uh, you know, just our rough guesses right now, we're thinking it's a, going to be at least a 50,000-mile oil change schedule. Yeah. Well, see, what's great about that is having one of those additive companies. Yeah. Because most people don't realize that there's right. all these brands of oil, but there's only four companies that make the additive packages. There you go. And they deal with every oil company on the planet. That's a huge milestone for you and what you're doing with this concept. Sure. To get one of them to invest in that. Yeah. Dude, that's massive, yeah. Mike. That's so... And it's a big chunk of money. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yes. It's a big commitment. Yeah, it is, right? But, but you know, and it, it's good for them. It's good for me. Right. right? Great thing. I mean, I mean, Great thing. We're working on a program. I have an order for 200 engines for a oh, non-automotive application. And uh, it's going to be crucial to, to know that information. Yep. And, and, you know, I mean, I've worked with additive companies before. And, and these guys are super on top of it. They're one of the best in the world. And, and they... <laughs> understand and they want to learn from it and they oh, yeah. want to make sure that they're that the oils that they offer they're getting all the requests from the OEs and from everybody else yeah what are we yeah. gonna have to do yeah right? how do we do this well you know out in the public everything's EV yeah on the back-end engineering side everyone's talking about hydrogen yep. yeah yeah it's I, and I've been having a lot of those conversations you know I did Fox News last week oh wow yeah so we did 11 minute video with Fox News it's out on their website you can just find it under auto performance and and so anyway, that's that's worldwide. Right? Yeah, that's and, huge. And, yeah. So and I got people from all over the world contacting me, all kinds of companies wanting to be involved, wanting to buy engines, wanting to do technology, want all of those things, right? But and, and we talk about hydrogen and there's a huge if you watch the news and everything else, it's all electric, electric, electric. Yeah. Did you know in the infrastructure bill that recently passed, there's seven billion dollars to build eight to ten hydrogen manufacturing centers across the United States. Didn't know that, but that's good to know, though. Yeah, that's great news. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it's they're, well, they're, they're, they're not all in one basket. And um, they're smart enough not to do that. Which, right? yeah, boy, that's which hardening is, right which there. Is, which is, is crucial. Because, yeah. you, know, you know, what if the EV is the laser disc of transportation? <laughs> right? Like, you know, like, oh, this is going to be a great idea. Oops, no, nobody yeah. wants to do that. I, um, you know, I think it, electric has... A, has a, a, there's places it's the answer, yeah. right? But there's a lot of places it's not. Yes. And and I'm in the last year. You're not the only one that thinks that. Right. I mean, when I was I was at an alternative fuels EV engineering conference last week, and that's what they people were saying that hey, look, we've looked at it. Yeah. There's places where electric the battery just won't work. Right. We have to have something that's zero emissions to right. make this go, and hydrogen is the answer in many applications. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in, in our case, we're going to the SEMA garage next month, at the new Detroit facility, and we're running our emission certification tests on the truck. That'd be another giant milestone. It's huge. You know? Yeah. And then, that, you know, because they're CARB approved, yeah. we're submitting that data to CARB. Right. So it, it's... it's it's almost mind-boggling yeah. how fast and how far we've come. I mean, you're, I mean, we talked in January, I think, or February, and it's like, I mean, from now to here, it's not even been a year yet, and yeah. this is huge accomplishments. Yeah, we, we've come so far, and uh, really proud of the, my team and, and all the, everybody that's supporting us and, yeah. and everything we're doing. And uh, It just and, goes to show the racers' mentality. When you, when you put a bunch of racers fixed on a problem, yeah. boy, they will come up with solutions, and they'll make something happen. Yeah, and I, and I always say, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, 
you're right. Yeah. Right. And 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 I'm fortunate. I can hold a board of directors meeting in a single seat outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's my money, my wife's money, and mine, and and we make those decisions. And we've invested heavily to get where we are, and we're working really hard to get there. Fortunately, I have some really smart people that that I work with and help support. I don't have all the answers, right? But um, you know, there were a, a number of issues people have dealt with in the past and have found and and couldn't solve for whatever reason. And there were about a dozen that we put together when we first started down this path. Yeah. And we are testing on the last issue next week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, you know, everybody said it was impossible to make power. You can't get range. You can't this. You can't that. Right. My 5.3 kilogram tank in the truck refills in five minutes. That's fantastic. So, you know, there was a, a, this push. For some reason, there's this fantasy number of 300 miles of range. Right? Yeah. And, and, and people, the experts, we talked about them earlier, yep. they've told me I'll never get 300 miles. And I said, well, I'll take mine, you take your electric vehicle, and let's say you get 300 miles, and I get 250 miles. So I'll get 250 miles, I'll stop, spend five minutes filling it, and then I'll see you at the 500 mile mark. How long is it going to take you to recharge that battery if you do get 300 miles? Yeah, to get to 500 to, miles. To get to 500 miles. 20 minutes. If you can get to the charger. That's if you can use a supercharger. Right. Right. Which and those she, are few and far in between. We did a, one of my neighbors, I have a place up on the sand dunes where I play with my little thousand horsepower Jeep. And uh, thousand horsepower Jeep, yeah. Yeah, so, but um, one of the people across the street from me, they had a friend come up with their Tesla on uh, on Labor Day weekend. And they, he, they only have 110. And he plugged it in on the 110 charger. And four days later, he was at about almost 50%. Can take up to nine days on a one-day charger. <laughs> wow! On a on one ten. On a one ten, yeah. Wow! Yeah, I had a friend of mine has a Mustang Mach-E, and he got caught in Detroit with like one percent battery life and was chasing around. And he, the only the closest charger he could get to, and he had just enough battery to get there, was a one ten charger. And he and he, you know, he does posts on social media about the electric car, the pros and the cons, yeah. right? And there are some pros, but uh, anyway, he was on the charger for an hour and a half and picked up one percent in battery life so he had to call a tow truck a flatbed to pick up his Mach-E take it to the a, a actual better charging station so that he can get it charged enough to get home and, and these kind of things can only be really figured out through the actual life experience yeah of, of, you gotta and do not it. to be like uh, apocalyptic about it but you know I live in Florida and we just had that big hurricane right and right. so you've got all these people that are maybe trying to get out of an area right and they're trying to go it's like oh yeah but you can only go x and then they all stop right and now you're all a large group of people is in this area like all trying to recharge at the same time 20 minutes time. like that's impractical yeah that is impractical right. and once it gets put to the test one time yeah. they will realize and so i think solutions like this are more practical more real world like you said there's a there's a position for everything right like uh you know city traffic Right, commuting from one side of the city to the other side of the city, right, or inner city, right. If you're just if you're just going from from your apartment to the grocery store or, and or, back yeah, or to work, to work, you know, that's a different that's a different away. thing. But yep. for longer range transportation, making right. big power like we're here doing for fun, I, I think you're onto something. And everyone is excited to just think about there's something other than batteries. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, you know, I, I told Lake this earlier. We were we were talking about it, and and yesterday this came up in a conversation, and. It's, I don't think it's the way most people think about it, but this is a huge industry. There's all kinds of great companies here with really smart people, and they're doing some great things, right? But show me any other company in here that environmentally is working to a solution that's better than the OE. Yeah, there's not. There's, that, that I know of. Right. That I know of. Everybody strives to be as good as the OE is. Yeah. Right? That's why you test. That's why you go after EOs. That's why you do all these things. And what you're trying to do is prove that you're not worse. Right. Right? As opposed to being way better. Right. So, yep. It's, uh, you know, it, it's coming. Whether it's me that, that actually gets it there or whoever it is, right? It, it, it's, it's a definite opportunity. I mean, we've proven it works. I have a proof of concept. Yes, exactly. I that was right in my, truck, my head. Right? You have delivered on proof of concept. You can't argue and say it's hypothetical, it's theoretical, yeah. it's, it's real. Yeah, it won't it's do done. this, it won't do that. Well, let's drive it to lunch. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah, that. It's, yeah, exactly. Excellent. And that's massive. And we can't thank you enough for letting us be part of this, actually. Hey, you know, when it, I mean, you and I have known each other a long time, yeah. right? I've used Total Seal. I mean, I've been building engines for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've used Total Seal in so many of them. When we got ready to build this engine based on the, the technology and on what we didn't know and what yep. I had to do, I can't take a chance. No. So, and the stainless top ring was the right material for the job, it right? Was perfect because yeah. we, we know we had the potential to create lots of heat, mm -hmm. right? And we need to be able to deal with that, yep. right? I told you before, I ran a shorter rod so I could run a bigger piston. Yep. I did all of those things. things. Yep. I got oil squirters in the block. I did all that because I didn't know. Right. Right. Yeah, try to hedge your bets and right. stack the cards in your favor. Yeah, I build race engines every day. Yeah. Right? So I know what it takes to get durability with power. I know that I have the potential with hydrogen to make more cylinder temperature than I could ever make with gasoline. Right. People talk about, oh my God, you put three stages of nitrous in it. <laughs> yeah, try me now. Yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on a hold my beer moment right there. Yeah, I like that. Look at this whole group. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, look who is it. I see a Freddy's deal you weren't there. No, no. So, hey, everybody. Pat Musi just walked in. Just yeah. walked in. Just take a step. Uh, oh, we're guys, doing, we're recording. We're recording. Look, bend down a little bit so that you can see into this camera. Look, it's Pat Musi. But we're just getting ready to wrap up this one. Right. You we'll bring Pat in for another well, one. Yeah. You're, you're here just in time for your interview. Stand, stand right here, and we'll get to that momentarily. Did we finish up everything? Did you have anything else you no, wanted to drop out there on the audience? Because this is a topic that everybody was hot on. Well, just let me share this yep we're not done there you go and I, we have a lot more in process and uh, 23 will be every bit as big and we'll accomplish every bit or more in 23 than we did in 20 well then you need to be sitting right here in the end of 23 that you give us another update we want to know what you accomplish in the next 12 months yeah you'll be uh, you'll be impressed cool hey, wait to see. Mike great job tremendous stuff watch for it more hidden horsepower from PRI to come the PRI trade show was something spectacular. More episodes coming up in the future. In the meantime, we ask you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Hidden Horsepower is audio only for a reason. We do some video episodes, of course, on Facebook and on YouTube. But we know most people are over the road. They're working. They're doing something. They got the earbud in, and they're activating their mind, learning about the technology of Ring Seal. We ask you to subscribe, click the bell, write us a review if you can, and certainly share it with friends that you think would be interested. Simple as that. 
All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll see you next time on Hidden Horsepower, presented by Total Seal.